Yes! The jackass. First frontier. Intro for your ass. The vision is vivid, the way the picture is painted A lot of young rappers think I'm just severely thinking About income or money, they really ain't making They must have me mistaken, ain't no thinking on my end Is it dividends, is what a nigga really feel Not the richest nigga lie, but no one is broke Let me get back to the words, fucking vibe for Game full of shit, stop for feet to flush the toilet Rap niggas is poison, bell bend the ball on the ankles of the rest of these niggas On that boat, smoking dishes, niggas tripping in the lyrics, get on my spitting garbage, I'm down in here The air is filthy, it's hot to be clear like a fan in the kitchen I'm just not catching nothing that y'all pitching My circle best and the best, the rest there's no need to miss it The stars here, the rest is time to build them I waste niggas, waste music, then I'm here to race Eradicate, terminate, finish it, finale Third jacket for the journey, so don't mind me My behavior is violent, well I guess you'll see I'm a seasoned product of the DMV Yes, 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 and welcome to another week of Journey of a Jackass, the podcast. And I'm your host, Daya Shakur, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host with the most, for spilling all the tea from the Hey, bro, Golden Goddess, hey. Golden Goddess, hey, what's going on? What's going on? So tonight, you know what I'm saying, on this episode of Journey of a Jackass, we are going to be talking about how y'all find find actually free you know y'all niggas can't spell financially freedom we have a financial advisor on tonight uh mr rob simmons he's gonna be dropping gems and game and stuff like that he's gonna awesome. be putting us on with you know the, the good stuff uh how right. to manage money about investments and stuff mm-hmm. like that so we're gonna get into find actually free but before we get into that how are you tonight uh Ms. April, what's been going up I am a busy, busy, busy bee. Okay. Um, my son' birthday is coming up, so I've been trying to plan stuff for him. Mm-hmm. I'm studying for a test and just mommy duties. Just being a mom is can be busy sometimes. School is oh, yeah. cutting, getting ready to cut out, and I'm looking for summer programs. It's hard to find, you know, summer programs here, um, especially in the area that I live and. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you down in the Georgia. You know they ain't putting no money into that down there. Well, the thing about it is I kind of live a little bit on the outskirts of the city. And mm-hmm. so everything, it's not really much in this area right here. So everything is either too far um, or um, they're full you bet, already. You bet, uh, get it as a kickball. Do it like we used to do when we were young. Just go outside. And yeah. Play, play. I, I do. I kick them out, and you know they go in the backyard and run around. But you know what? People are so crazy nowadays. You can't even let your kids run around no more. It used to be a pack of kids just riding bikes all around the neighborhood and stuff like that. Now, see, see, what's, what's crazy though? Like when we were young, the same stuff was happening. We just had the technology to document it now. Like I remember, um, like people was getting beat up, robbed. Worse now because I mean they got cameras everywhere now. But the same yeah. thing was happening when we were young. You know what I'm saying? I think the same thing was happening, but it wasn't so like life threatening. Ain't nobody gonna beat you till you die. You know what I mean? Like you know, yep. and, um, even neighbors, you know, no matter what race they were, if you stayed there a long time, then they knew who you were, so they would kind of like look out for you a little bit. Nah, that little boy went to the wrong house. It was the same street number, but the wrong oh, yeah, street, yeah. and yep. the guy just shot him through the door, like. And, and- and, and, but, and that dude looked like he'd have hung a nigga or two in, in this day. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I looked at him. I said, who is this uh, Gargamel from the Smurfs looking ass dude right here? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Hey, like yeah, man. That shit was crazy, though. But, uh, yeah, man, on, on my end over here, you know, I'm packing up the move. You know what I'm saying? So that has been a struggle in itself. Because, yeah. like, I don't know. I, like, I've been asking for help or stuff like that. From from people where I'm people. I got a couple of people that's gonna help me. I don't need that many people where kids may be. Right. But I was like, I'm like, y'all need to let me know something before I go down here and get these Mexicans for twenty dollars, twenty dollars a day. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> twenty dollars a day. You know what I'm saying? But everything has been good on my end. You know, spring break just ended, whatever case may be. Um, this weekend it just passed. I did the African American book 
festival, and that was amazing. I know you see my pictures with me and, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, I did. So, that was pretty so cool. It, it, it was, but I, I wrote in this, I wrote in my books. He started laughing, but I wrote it in the books. I wrote in one of the, in one of the books. I was like, hey, man, you know, um, keep up the good work. I guess you're going to be the governor of the state one day. And he said, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then I pointed to him in the other book. When I was putting in the book, I said, now see what this one says. And I said, I'm going to read it out for you. I said, why you was up here on the point of lying to all these fucking people? And he started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So it was bring it was a laugh out of somebody though. now. Yeah, it was a great experience, though. The way they had everything laid out, the people, the experience. Like, you, it was one day, the DJ out there, they had live performances, poetry, um, guest speakers. Like, the environment was electric. It was electric. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, with since we're talking about finances this week, fine, actually free, I, you know, said I'm fine, and ladies, I'm actually free. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, <laughs> shoot your shot out there. Put it out I there. Know. So, um, story time with me? Story time. Let's go. Story time with me. I'm going to keep it short and sweet because we got uh, Mr. Rob Simmons is about to come in and drop a whole bunch of gems today. You know what I'm saying? So, Back in my younger days, my more frivolous spending days, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, this maybe about, about maybe eight, nine years ago. You know what I'm saying? So I was in my 30s. I was an adult. I knew what I was doing. So I met, I used to go to a strip club all the time. I love going to this strip club. I'm not going to tell you where I'm at because uh, where it was at because uh, people were like, yeah. So anyway. So I was going to the strip club and I would go in there all the time, tricking off money. Boom, boom, boom. I would get paid. I would go in there. I said it was part of my daily budgeting. I would go in that joint, throw some money, trick it off, right? All right. Good to go. Good to go. Right. But by the end of the week, I would be pop broke. Like I'd be pop broke because I went in there. I was like, damn, I should just cut that out of my budget, this this paycheck. But I didn't. You know what I'm saying? So I had to go give me the pioneer loans and all that stuff. You know, being in the military, <laughs> fucking up my finances, right? So anyway, so I was in that joint, and one of the strippers in there, I was she was my favorite. I would always temper and everything like that. So one day, she came to me. She was like, "Well, you always in here. Why don't we spend some time together outside of here?" I said, uh -oh. "Hell yeah!" She was thick as a motherfucker too. Thick. I was oh, like, I, I thick. She was thick. I was like, damn, all that ass rolling up on my stomach. She was one of the great ones. So anyway. anyway. <laughs> one of the great <laughs> ones. One of the great ones. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so one of these times, I, I started messing with her, whatever the case may be. So they kind of slowed down the budget, whatever the case may be. You know, I was still going there, still be tricking off to her, whatever the case may be. So mm -hmm. one day, I said, man, fuck this. I'm pop broke. So I called her. She said, well, you can come over after I'm done working tonight. So I said, okay, cool. It started off something small. So she came home from work. I came, I showed up over there, whatever came in. We needed to do. She showered her, and we needed to do. She went to sleep. So it started off something small. Uh, I took $20 out, $20 out the little stash. You know what I'm saying? Damn! <laughs> I no! I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I took $20 out the stash. I was like, okay, cool. This will give me some gas. I'll make it through the week. You know what I'm saying? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was eating at the D-Pack, so it was, it was good. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, this will get me through through the week, or whatever case may be. So she, we was talking, whatever case may be. We went out to eat. And then she she treated me to dinner. She was like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because like, we, we should possibly go together. I said, no, nah, I don't think that's appropriate right now because I don't know when I'm going to leave, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I... I didn't want to be the stereotypical army dude that went and found a stripper that murdered. So I was like, nah, I don't know about that. You feel what I'm saying? That's typical? Yeah, man, these dudes be out here uh, buying juicy girls in Korea, bringing them home, marrying Koreans, marrying strippers. And then okay, keep going, keep going. The, yeah, they get to the new places that the strippers leave, the juicy girls leave them, the Koreans uh, get citizenship, and they go back to Korea, get their real husbands. Like, it happens all the time. So, oh, wow. Anyway. So she tell me, she's like, well, I got to go to work early tonight because we have some big artists coming into to town and I want to go and make some of that real good money. I said, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? All right, baby. You know, they gave a little kiss. I have a good night. I went and checked my bank account. That motherfucker said negative $12. Oh, Lord, have mercy. 
finances all fucked up. I'm telling you, this it was a bad, it was a bad day. So anyway, she goes in there and she has a ball. She's like, she was like, I started seeing uh, people post pictures or stuff like that. And they, they was in that motherfucker making it rain. Like I was talking about motherfucker. I seen a whole bunch of them falling to her feet. I was like, oh yes, good job, baby. Good job. Good job. <laughs> so I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the um, so I'm sitting in the uh, I'm sitting in the house chilling. I, I started drinking, of course. When that, when these things happen, you know, I'm inebriated. So. I found out that they was about to send me overseas for nine months. I said, okay, cool. I'm about to go overseas for nine months. I ain't worried about it. Cool. Uh -huh. Got it. So she come back. She come back. You know what I'm saying? Everything good to go. I was I was leaving in I was leaving in three, four weeks or something like that. So I said, I can go over here and talk to her. I was gonna keep crushing the buzz with her in case maybe. So when I got to her house at that night after everything ended, mm -hmm. she just had all the money sitting there in the motherfucking like this big ass Safeway bag. It was a big ass Safeway bag. I was like, dang. All right. So we went upstairs. She showered her, went upstairs. She did the do. She went to sleep. I went to sleep too. I woke up, pulled me a couple shots, looked around. I took that bag of money, zipped it up, turned that motherfucker up, and walked right on out the front door. You oh, took the whole bag of money? The whole fucking bag of money. Oh, you <laughs> trifling as hell. Trifling that is trifling. Listen, listen. Story time with me. Can't make this shit up. So I felt so bad. I felt so bad for it. So I just kind of dumped half of the money into my front seat. And then I took the other half back in there and dropped it down. Man, I like I dropped it, put it back where it was. I got the car, I left, um, blocked her number from my phone. Man, the next day she called me, where the fuck you at? You stole my money, you piece of shit, blah, 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 this, 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 this. I was like, so she called That's me from the phone. I answered it. I was like, baby, you fine as hell. Fine is actually free. You about you, you financially free. You gonna go in there, you gonna make it back tonight. Have a good life. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Have a good life. I, listen, and I said, I'm about, I told her I was about to leave with him, case maybe. Man, when I said she was pissed off, she was pissed off. Yeah, yeah. well, you be pissed off for somebody um take some money from you? And we you know when I now and shuck your ass for it. People Man, feeling listen, all on you. I was, Nasty. I was, just, I was getting I was getting back, getting her back for what the women have been doing to us for years, taking away and walking away. Uh-uh. Uh, that is my story. Yeah. Story time with me. <laughs> she gonna listen to this podcast and come find your ass. Hey man, listen, she can have the money back now. I don't need it. <laughs> well, I do because it was a lot of money. I think I um I ate good for a little while. I started tricking off, but I was tricking off in a different way. I had to go to a, like a uh, different area to trick off. You know I'm gonna saying? stop you right there. We ain't gonna get into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's story time with me this week. So now this week, and I ain't no thief. I don't be stealing no money, uh, ladies. Use a thief, man. That was a long time ago. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. You got it in you. I nah, not no more. What? <laughs> if you go in, if you go in the grocery store. And you go to the uh the fruit section and pick up a grape and eat it. That's stealing. You got it in you. I oh, believe man. you do that. See, I've ate, I've ate a whole uh vine of grapes this store before. See, so so anyway, <laughs> today since we talk about finances and money and stuff like that, this is a perfect segue to bring on our guest. Man, this man is an author. This man, when I say he's an author, his book is phenomenal. I started reading. It, I was like, man, I couldn't. Put it down because it, it was so educational, right? The man is a financial advisor. This man is a senior leader in the United States Army. You feel what I'm saying? Like this right. man is a father. He's a family man. Like this dude is a, is an entrepreneur. Like he's one of the the great ones out here. Um, I did like I can't say enough about this man. So man, let's please everybody give it up for Robert Simmons. Uh, yeah. What's going on, my man? What's going on, Mr. <laughs> April? How's it going? Dyer, Hi, Rob. 
Like, what's going on? I'm in the building, man. I'm excited. You know, I'm always excited. You say, he said, Hey man, can you come on my show? Talk about money. I'm like, hell yeah, we talk about money. You got me all day. Yeah, yeah, know, that's yeah. right. See, you see the money, you see the story. I just told about money. That's why I can't tell him. Oh I man, tell I'm still laughing from <laughs> it. Do not tell him it was okay, Rob. Do you not should, tell him it was okay. You should have just told her, hey baby, I'm I'm gonna invest it. I'm gonna flip this. We'll get it back in a couple months, you know. <laughs> tell tell a good story better, at least. Better on the ears. That's right. I, yeah. I, do, I do. I do that with fat women during tax time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm a flip it, baby. I'm a, I'm a flip it. I got you. I got you. I'm a flip it. <laughs> so, man, what's going on, brother? Man, how you doing today? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm doing good, man. I the, the grind has always been real. Um, you know, got a family of ten, so. Uh, upstairs making dinner is really a buffet every day, so uh, it's just been the grind, man. I love it though. That's yep, awesome. yep, yep. And look, and you know, his wife is a celebrity chef. Really? That that, that, that is a that is an episode Indeed. for another day. That is That's awesome. They, yeah, they, they, have, they have a big, beautiful family. It's big That's awesome. Family. I'm humble, but I sell them for twenty five ninety five if you got it. Look, <laughs> if you got it. I do. I got eight kids. I do a two for one special, especially on the older ones. The older ones, teenagers. You know how teenagers do. Oh man, yeah. listen. I know. I teenagers rob you blind. I'm telling you. They rob you blind. I'm, I'm not there yet. The right. I'm not there yet. But oh goodness, getting there. What surprises me about having teenagers is like y'all old enough to understand how money works, but y'all don't realize it. Y'all really don't conceptualize like. That goes a hundred dollars. Why do you, why you every time you need a hundred dollars? Why you look at me like give it to me? I know you got it. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think for kids, man, it's just a different perspective of money because they they're yes. really not uh, truly independent. Like they still have some level of dependency, so they don't truly understand money. And it's funny because I mean, up until I was like twenty two, I was like, hey, I'm gonna spend it and get it back. But you know, as you get older, you find out it don't work that way for kids. It's just like yeah. that. I'm gonna just ask him again. He's ATM, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like you know, they, they've been uh, um, they've been trained. Like, oh, I might hear some backlash or hear a little fussing, but then he'd be like, "Here you go. Don't ask yeah, me for no exactly. more." Yeah. Exactly. Like, you better keep this room clean. Next time I come in, this room better be clean. Or you ain't getting every nothing. time, and it still be dirty. It'd be smelling like a whole locker room. That's now, right. Listen, you, you know, that's what I forgot to tell you. He's also a podcaster. I was on his really? podcast. Well, yes, it's one one more accolade for him. This man, this man is, is on his is grizzly. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I see you got your high tech, you know, earphones on and your mic. Yeah, and everything. I, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to be like Daya, but I sleep with my I eyes know, open. Right. So I got so much things going on. I just sleep with my eyes open. You know. Oh, you I, 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 yeah, I don't sleep. <laughs> Look, yeah, <laughs> man, my man Rob. So Rob, tell us a little bit about what you do in the in the financial realm. Yo, so in the financial realm, I try to do full uh, spec finances, right? So mm -hmm. I do life insurance. I do health insurance. I do credit repair. My favorite part of what I do is education. Uh, the biggest thing about the education that I like to teach people is it doesn't matter where you are in your life journey. You can always be better with your money. And so that's just the, the angle I take in. I really just want to educate everybody to be the best money maker they can be. Understand that. Uh, time for money is just not the way to go. You should be using money to make money or other people's time to make money. And that's the way to get rich. That, and, and I don't think we're not taught that as a society because we were meant to be workers. And that's why I homeschool all of my kids. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, all right. That's, just, what's up. School, that's the truth. The school system don't teach, don't do never train us to be workers. So Absolutely. like, it, I, I, I had this conversation with my youngest son. He was like, yeah, well, he, he thinks he already has everything mapped out. I'm like, no, son, it does not work that way. Like, right now, you're being trained to be a worker. You're going to see, you're going to get out here, you're going to work a 95, and that's not going to be fulfilling enough. To, right. To, right. To a lot of, I'm like, one, one, uh, I mean, it's fulfilling. There's nothing wrong with working just a 95. But I was like, I was like, son, you have my genetics in you. And my dad worked, worked a 95, but he owned bakeries and all this stuff, too. You have my genetics in you. Like, it's just not in you to sit around and work for somebody for eight hours like you feel what i'm saying you can't so, i mean you, you can. either you either gonna fulfill your purpose or go to work and fulfill somebody else's dream 
Right. Mm, Look, I'm yeah. over here taking notes because I'm yeah. trying to be better every day. You hear me, Rob? Look. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And so that's why I'm, you know, I'm still, I still service in the United States Army and I do my thing, but I understand. I, I mean, I love what I do uh, as a mm. senior leader. Um, but I also know that I still have a passion. A lot of times people will work and then, they, you know, you spend that nine to five or how many ever hours um, that you work and then you're so tired that you can't even work on your dreams. And right. so I, I, I promise myself that I'll never put myself in a position to be too tired to achieve what I want to achieve as well. Preach. Preach. I know that's Preach. right. You, you know, uh, my first book, fun fact, um, it's funny that you said that on my first book, um, I wrote that while I was sitting in my desk at work. I started, yeah. I was sitting there like this. And then every time my supervisor would come by, I would put the screen down and act like I'm and like working in the system. He would leave and go back to his cubicle. I just pull it up, chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as good as you. Like I wrote my book after hours, after work hours, but definitely I was having uh, 12, 14 hour days because I work um, on an army program or enterprise and so there is no uh you know cut off time or hit time or start time so it's like 24 hour work but i've yep. always found a cut off time and i wrote, took two hours a day for about a month and a half to write my book man and i hope the people enjoy it yeah man I, like there are there is good quality uh tips in there i know that for sure some that i need to apply because I, I mean look. man look I, I would sit out here. I would sit out here and I'm like, well, I got paid this today. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can either go buy some groceries with it or I can go buy some beds and bitches. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Oh, man. It's like I have that problem every day. I just choose the right choice. That's all. And, 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 exactly. That's all. So I, 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 I always make the wrong choice. I'm like, food. Being bitches. Food, oh no. Food. I, a little bit of food, a lot of being bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I can eat them both, but I'm only gonna get full off one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with y'all. Double trouble. Oh man. Yeah, Double man. So, so, so would you be would you be um in the military all this time? Like how much longer do you think you're gonna do? Oh, I don't even want to um, speak on that. So I, I'll tell you this, you no, know, even though I'm at uh, the rank that I'm at, uh, I, I, I just hit 14 years in October. So I'm at 14 and a half years. So I have another uh, five and a half years of obligation. Um, how much beyond that five years that I'm going to do? I don't know. I think it depends on uh, my business and then the uh, the effect that I have on people. Right. So I want to be a world leader one day and uh, in the army, you can only lead the army and that's not the world. And so it just depends on where yeah. I'm at um, in a particular time and space in my business. Man, you, you kind of fast tracking. You, why don't you just go warm? Shit. Yeah. Making, uh, making some real money. You fast tracking right now. Yeah. So, so that was the perspective, man. I, I, uh, someone actually the guy who I replaced did become a warrant officer. And so he kind of opened the door because uh, my core, we don't have warrants. So we would have to cross into another core. And because of the program that I work on, um, I've become a subject matter expert in that particular field. So it allows me to be a warrant officer. But um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I, yeah, you, I you think you should like, take you. it. Bust open that door. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, I mean, Go ahead and bust open that door. We talk about four, four years, you're going to be eligible to be a sound major. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah so it's like, I said like, that's on that's on purpose, man. A lot of yeah, other yeah. people say I don't do nothing on accident. People are like, man, how'd you yeah. do it so fast? Because I did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see I, that you okay. never stay stagnant. Never yeah. for what? Yeah. For what? When and you're it, comfortable, what happens? Nothing. Nothing ever happens nothing. when you're comfortable. Yeah, nothing ever happens. That's right. Look, that's why that's why you got all those kids. You, you, you yeah. ain't been comfortable in a long. Time. I ain't been comfortable in a minute. My back hurt now. Let me stretch out, stretch out, and figure it out in a minute. Oh man. Well, um, Ron, what I wanted to ask, um, who introduced you to financial literacy? Like, who taught um, you? Um, and you know, just kind of just open your eyes to everything. That's a great question. And I and, and it's great that we spoke about the kids because the one person who did 
teach me financial literacy was my dad, uh, rest in peace his soul. Um, he was a very um, financially uh, sound person. And he always talked to me about, you know, saving money and investing money and starting businesses, doing the things you want to do, always have enough, always work hard. The one thing that happened over time is, you know, I mean, this is uh, after he passed away and it was probably years after he passed away. Uh, he passed away when I was about 22 years old. Um, and past that time, uh, I was still making bullshit uh, errors with money. I just, I really was. And so it got to, you know, always hear him in the back of my, my mind and my voice and then saw the things that he does. And um, I will say he was one of those old, uh, you know, old guys who uh, migrated from the South up North. So he was born in Alabama. He moved to New York for a little bit. Then he moved to Chicago. Then he uh, moved to Detroit. He had me. So he had him old tendencies of putting money in the mattress and having jars of, of coins. I enjoyed those things, but as I got older and I started to understand money more, I realized that uh, that man could have been rich if he had the proper tools. And I feel like there's so many more of us because he had eight kids, right? Mm -hmm. And so imagine if he knew what I knew and he became rich and then he poured that into his eight kids, then what that would look like for the generations and legacy. So I wanna do that for my legacy but I also know that there's tons of people in the world who need that same uh, opportunity. That's all it is, yeah. is opportunity and education. And that's what really I want to set people apart. But my dad was probably the hugest influence. I uh, actually dedicate that book. Uh, the book is called Let's Talk About a Personal Budget. I dedicate that book to my dad. Yeah, man. And it's good that you had that kind of um, upbringing. You feel what I'm saying? Your dad was there, was solid and stuff like that. My dad had nine kids, and he probably owed a couple million in, in back child support. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at least he, you learned something. I learned business from my dad, but I, me and my sister were the only ones that actually got a chance to learn something from him because he yeah. rolled out and left my mama with the kids. You feel what I'm saying? Right, so, right. Yeah. yeah, so if, if any finance that I learned from him, uh, don't, get, don't get behind on child support. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> if well, you don't do it, make sure you got the money for it. Yeah, <laughs> well, as far as for me, um, I never really learned about finances. I, um, I'm still learning now. The only thing that I did have in my mind is that um, I know I need to pay my bills on time. Oh, yeah. And even as one. a young adult, um, you know, or, or early, not going to say early, but late teen, young adult, you know, in my you know, 18, 19, 20s, early 20s. Uh, that was the main thing I had. You know, let me make sure that all my bills are paid. And then the young mind, I was like, okay, well, then I'll know how much money I have to play with. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. So now um, I'm a little older. I have kids, you know, and um, I want to be able to leave them something. Um, it wasn't that my, I guess it wasn't something that was brought up between my parents and I. Um, my dad died when I at an early age for me, and um, my, uh, by the time my mom, I got older, and my mom passed also when I was still in my early twenties. Those those just just wasn't subjects. Um, I was very active, you know, in a lot of activities, and it just wasn't. It was never something. And if she was having issues with money. She never brought it. It was very right. like quiet kept. You know what I mean? It wasn't like do this, do that. You know, it was very quiet kept. So everything that I know now, um, I learn. Mm. And I'm yeah. still trying to learn because that's what I want to be. That's my goal to, to be financially free. Absolutely. You know, to have yep. financial freedom so that, you know, I could, you know, possibly have an opportunity that what like what you have, Rob, by homeschooling my children. I would rather homeschool them. But I'm in a position where I can't hold the school down because I work a nine to five. You know what right, I mean? Right. Yep. So and then that not only not only keeps the family, you know, close knit, but like what you said, you can pass down those jewels and that education and they can just keep passing down and building, you know, generational wealth. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, like I'm literally over here taking notes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> and it's a struggle. I would say that it definitely is a struggle. I would say. For for uh, parents, if we got any parents listening, uh, have that conversation all the time. I tell my kids, nope, we can't do it. We broke. 
I don't tell them we broke, y'all broke. I got money, y'all broke, right? <laughs> but, but but have that conversation with your kids, be, and and just keep that open communication going. I, like my boys and my girls, I talk about I talk about periods, I talk about sex, and I talk about money because a lot of people we out here grown as I don't know what. We talk about politics, we talk about sex, but we yep. don't talk about money. Like how is my money like? more Not, intimate than what I do with my wife. Like, I don't understand. Right. right? Yeah. 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 And, um, uh, she mentioned another thing like, Hey, I, I, I want to build a legacy. How do I build a legacy? And I would say the two, uh, easiest things to do is, uh, life insurance and a trust. And the trust is the biggest piece of that, especially if you own assets, because if you have a house, if something happens to you and you want to pass your house to your kids, your kids are going to pay taxes on that house if it's not under a trust. trust so right. get that get that house under a trust. If you need to learn how to do that, come talk to me. Get the house under a trust. <laughs> get the house under <laughs> trust. Then get you some life insurance, whether it is term, whether it is whole life, uh, whether it's an IUL, whatever that is. Take that policy and then make the trust the beneficiary. And then inside the will, it'll help divvy out where that money is supposed to go and then who's supposed to control that trust after you leave. But that's it's simple. We just aren't taught these things. Right. Like, it, right. Yeah. It's simple. It's yep. definitely simple. It's, it's like taxes. We Absolutely. pay people to do taxes yeah, and they're simple. simple. So, it's, look, I'm definitely going to be hitting you up, Rob. Like, look, don't. Yeah. Lock, don't lock, lock, lock me in. Lock me in. I'm definitely. here. I'm looking for it. I told you, my, my man Rob be on it. I told you, be dropping them gems. He, he on it, dog on it, because you know what? That's my main thing. Um, the finance, you know, being financially free, getting out of different mindsets because I wasn't taught, and only because the thing that really affected me the most is because my I'm pretty much the last. I'm not gonna say pretty much for my immediate family. I'm the only member left. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to leave this world and not leave anything for my children. Right. Right. I don't want to do it. And I want to include my nephews, too. So, yeah, I, 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 I I've, <clears throat> I've been really passionate about and I've been uh, I started a book that I well, I'll present it later, but started reading this book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Poor Great Dad, Rich book. Dad. Robert Kiyosaki, and, um, good book. Yeah. And, you know, I I really just kind of just got into it. But look, I'm trying to look. It's a good book. Yeah, I'll tell you a good nugget that I actually got from that book. And there's a, it is actually a series of books that Robert has wrote. And um, I love that series because, uh, you know, uh, not a well-known fact, but mm -hmm. I am a um, Dave Ramsey certified financial peace coach. Right. So oh. I've done the Dave Ramsey and I and I understand how that that worked. And I that's how I became debt free. But I got to the top of the mountain and then I'm like, all right, now what? And then so when I got there, none of the, the none of those Dave principles worked for me. And sometimes I wish I would have known what I knew now. Like as far as Dave Ramsey, it helps you like hyper focus on personal finances. And I love Dave Ramsey and his program. So don't yeah. think I want to knock his program, but there's a certain aspect of understanding how to now debt. Now Dave is talking, Hey, no debt. That, that is for the people who want to live comfortably, but the people who want more out of life, like in April, it sounds like you want more out of life. There's a whole different aspect of uh, debt and actually learning how to leverage debt is a game changer. Just imagine mm -hmm. this. You go get you some good credit. You get good credit. Then you get a business. Um, you get business credit, or you can use what is known as PG, which is a personal guarantee. You then mm -hmm. take out twenty thousand uh, dollars, borrow it like you about to buy a car, and you buy a car. But you buy a car for the business, put it on Turo, rent it out, let the car pay for itself. As the car is paying for itself, you stack up enough money to do what? Buy another car or take a bigger loan. Now you got two cars. And guess what? If you do that two or three times and you work that piece in 12 months i guarantee you work at home and you can homeschool your kids and build your legacy but you it's about learning how to crazy? leverage that you know what's crazy the dude who started uh the dude started alto he said um it's a company called alto he said that's how he started he started off do doing that uh, uh leveraging vehicles and then uh, rent them out etc 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 until he made like until he had a fleet yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i was like dang 
Yep. That's the way to do it. And, and it's the biggest thing about leveraging debt. Like my house, my house now, and I think anybody who is a land landowner, a homeowner um, who's renting out houses, uh, I don't like the word landlord. Um, it just yeah, feels yeah. funky to me. But um, mm -hmm. why would I pay for my mortgage when you could pay for my mortgage? That's right. Hey. Listen, I listen. I am a, I am a, I'm a landlord when them niggas ain't got their rent money. Yeah, yeah. Then I become a landlord. Then I become a landlord. It's like, hey, all right now, you got to the fifth. Right, 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 right. Well, uh, well, let me see. Hey. Oh, 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 drop some. I'm sorry. Um, oh. I know we kind of going on, but I did have a couple more questions. What about you, oh, yeah. Dial? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got some questions for you, Mr. Rob. Tell me about it. Okay. Go ahead. I know he got some questions for me. I'm ready for him now. Oh, so. Well, mine is easy, you know, for you and <laughs> all the education that you have, you know, from your dad, from your experiences, from your leadership. What does financial freedom look like for you? What not not for you, but your definition of it? My definition of financial freedom is the ability to trade my money for time. Because mm. you can't get time back. You I want to leverage my money in order to keep my time. That's financial mm. freedom. Damn. Yeah, that's a good ass answer. I never thought about it like that. <laughs> That's my grind. That's a good That's a good All I'm I'm figuring out is how can I cut out hours of the day doing something, whatever it is that I don't want to do, and yeah. get the money to do that for me. Yeah, I want to. Whether I it's paying pay people to do something. Yeah, that's or, what I was about to say. Mm -hmm. I want to pay somebody to describe my thoughts, and so I got to keep sitting around for hours writing these books. Hey, <laughs> hey, right. Chat GPT is on point, man. Must <laughs> <laughs> start using AI. Yeah, yeah. for real. Okay. Um, another another thing is, um, you know, in finance, uh, financial literacy for the black community. Um, which out of these things do you feel besides education? We know that which out of these things you feel that hold us back the poor mentality, the rich mentality or the fear of failure? The fear of failure. Uh, I would say the biggest thing that I understand is the fear of failure. Uh, one thing I can't, I can't fathom it. And it is definitely cultural. Um, but the reason why we save money, I don't understand. I know we were taught to save money, but after knowing better, I don't understand why we still save money because if you save money now, all you have is money that was worth less than when you started to put it away. Right? So that's why we need to invest money. And then we have this fear of giving our money away and in hopes that it never returns. But we go to the strip club oh. and it never comes back. What Miles did, Miles did this did that one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Good point. There, there are there are there are exceptions to the rule, however, comma. <laughs> For the most part, it is definitely a fear of failure, and that is a, a very cultural thing that I run into with my clients all the time and sometimes you just have to take that leap because at the end of the day it hasn't been working for you so what are you going to do to change it right and that's yep. what we have to understand but there's an iceberg in a black community that uh with, with with finances and i think the biggest one is investing and it is the fear of putting your money in something and not getting a return for it but right. yeah yeah that's the name of the game but yeah, I'm glad you said that because that, that leads right into um my first question if April and have any more. I'm done. Okay. You got it. Um now which is more valuable to invest in the stock market or Bitcoin? Um over the last so two thousand since two thousand twenty, um there there's actually uh with technical analysis, Bitcoin actually started mirroring the market. So um, Bitcoin, again, is more volatile. But again, we think that it is the future. Uh, I am a 50-50 guy. So I have 50 in, oh, it's probably like 60-40. 60 in a, uh, stocks and uh, 40 in crypto. Um, not all of my money is in Bitcoin, though. Uh, Bitcoin <laughs> is a Bitcoin, so uh, it's kind of slow in the market. So I kind of look at the altcoins to uh, 
leverage those? So I asked you that because one of my homeboys is from Ghana, and he said they've been using Bitcoin since 2010. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, there's a lot of countries that use it as yeah. currency. Yeah. Uh, in fact, at the 7-Eleven up the street from my house, there's actually a Bitcoin ATM. I've never used it, but I know if they have it here, oh, we on our way. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, all right. Here it come. I know, right? I see you, this face. If you got invited, no, I'm going to say that one for later. All right. <laughs> all right. If you had to drink the blood of a billionaire to be one, whose would it be? Oh, uh, if I had to drink the blood of a billionaire, um, Elon Musk, I'm gonna ask me why. Why? Why? Was he African American? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a good choice. Okay, okay. okay. all right. You want, you want your toes with that one? Okay, so who is worse for the economy, Democrats or Republicans? <sighs> oh, I don't want to answer any political questions on here. Uh, but if you ask me, yeah. uh, I'm going to keep it frank. I, I, uh, it's Democrats because uh, we have this thing that is what is known as the status quo. And it's like just enough to yeah. get by. And yeah. that's what Democrats preach. And that's not capitalism. And capitalism is more towards the Republican Party and what they preach. So very friendly on businesses and growing and entrepreneurship, taxes, mm -hmm. Um and so I think that is more rich to the economy. Now, the, the problem is when you have more rich people, then you end up having a lot more poor people because it close, it you know widens the gap. Yeah. However, the America is the land of opportunity. So there is almost nothing stopping you from crawling yeah. up, right? That, what I tell people that, that Democrats are, um, they are like lifelong politicians and a lot of Republicans are businessmen. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So, yeah, okay. All right, yeah, that's a good answer, good answer. All right, so, all right. In a bare-knuckle fight to the death, who do you think <laughs> will give you the, who do you think will give you the best fight? Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Mark Cuban, or Mark Zuckerberg? Ooh. In, in Ooh. a bare-knuckle fight to the death. Bare-knuckle fight the to the death. To the death, yeah. Against me? Yep. Who's gonna give me yeah. the best? Who's gonna give me the uh the best fight? Oh shit. Um I ain't gonna lie, I'll probably put pause on all of them, bro. But uh if I would have to <laughs> if I have to if I have to choose one, uh, if I have to choose one, um and now uh, this fight is to the death. Now I, I'm it don't matter which one I'll choose, I'm gonna let them get their licks in and I'm gonna let them hit me first so I can sue. That's number one. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna get I'm gonna I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my change right. Oh, yeah. uh, but I'm gonna say Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban because uh, he hang out with enough brothers that might got it, bro. He he might hang out with enough brothers that might. Be like, uh, okay. Hey, I, I I can squabble. Teach a man to squabble. Yeah. I think Mark Mark Cuban know how to squabble, man. Okay, so Mark Cuban. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna ask you two more questions, right, Rob? Because you know we we in here running a little clock. All right, so as a, this one is about your military career. So, as a senior in the army, you've been on a lot of different duty stations, right? Yeah, and like all over the world, stuff like that, right? Yeah, uh, which duty station had the ugliest women in the surrounding area? Oh, uh, Fort I'm Riley, not. no question, Fort Riley, Who? Kansas, Fort Riley, Kansas, <laughs> Fort Riley, Kansas. <laughs> What, you what, are wrong. What what made them up? Uh Fort Riley, Kansas. The water. I don't I, I don't know. <laughs> the water, the tornadoes, the cold air. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, mine was Fort Drum. All them homes yeah. were like meth heads. Oh, yeah, it, that's it was, probably no, it was built probably like, yeah. and they were built like wisdom teeth. That and so that. yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So oh, wow. okay. <laughs> all right. One more question. Last question. All right. All, all right. right. If you got invited. Um, if you got invited to a threesome and you were gonna get paid a hundred million dollars with Donald Trump and his wife, would you go? Wait, a hundred million? Yep. To, to have wife. a threesome with to have a, a threesome with Donald Trump and his wife. 
AJ and his wife. Uh, Would you go? Are we doing? Blood yeah, he'll go. I don't want nobody too long. I don't. I just don't. If as long as we're not doing butt stuff, I'm down. Don't touch my butt. I, I, it's a it's a <laughs> it's a threesome. You never know. Any, million, no ass goes. play. Anything right. goes. I want no grabbing by the booty. None of that, man. <laughs> none of that. So you would go? Oh yeah, I'm in there. Two paying all. I'm hey. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Fifty million dollars richer. You said a hundred thousand, right? Hundred million. Oh, 100 million? Oh, 100 million? I'm coming back 50 million richer. Uh, okay. All I got to right. tell that to my wife. Baby, we got 50 million. I can't see that. Okay, there we go. So you you lay down with them. Okay. Well, hold on. Where the other 50 million come from? Go. Hey, hey, I ain't asked no questions when I left. I ain't asked no questions when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the, the, in there with the Cheeto King. Okay. Well, man, thank you for coming on today. Yes. You know, man, and, and man, like you dropped some gems and everything like that. And thank you for playing question and answer with us in here. My you know what I'm saying? And man, we definitely have to get you to come back on again, man. Because like, yes. uh, the, the community needs people like you, man. I like, believe for that. Real. Yeah, for real, for real, man. You're like you're you're onto something big, for real. I so, believe that definitely. So we, where can they find you at? Hey, so you can all find me at lifejourneyfn.com. So if you go to lifejourneyfn.com slash bookings, you can book me for free. And this month is Financial Literacy Month. So anything that I have on my uh, my bookings, you can get it for free. If they say $100, shoot me a message, and I'll ensure that you get that booking for free. Awesome. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Lifejourneyfn.com, y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on there. Yeah, come so find me, come find me, man. Hell yeah, so look, I appreciate having you on here, brother man. But yes, get this show rolling, baby. Hey, thank y'all for having me. It was a pleasure. My client, I'm late, about 15 minutes with my client, so you know, oh, they sorry. About they about to get the free 99 maximum 100% package from your boy for 15 yeah. minutes. It's all good. It's all love. And I enjoyed myself. Thank you guys for having me. It was a pleasure. Until next time, brother. Awesome, I appreciate you. Later, I have buddy. a good one. Right, you too. Take care. That was hey, dope. That was, that was awesome. That was, that was dope. I believe, look, don't think I'm over here playing. I'm, I'm not just, I, look, I'm not I'm just over here. I'm... I, I look, I already let me know. tell you something financial freedom. Yep, that's my goal. And listen, and a lot of people ain't talking about it, but he he has the the, the two and the thing the is about it is, yeah, I, I need to be taught. Yes, yeah, I need to yep. be taught just like I just like riding a bicycle. Yeah, I need to be taught. Hell yeah, because yeah. I feel like once I'm taught, I can do it one time, I can do it every time. And Hell just like yeah. Rob is doing, passing on that education and that knowledge and everything, right? Yep. All right, Dialogue. We done went over a little bit, but we got to keep on going. We got to keep on pushing, 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 okay. right? Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get to these community events. All right. Look, so my community event is um, R&B Bingo, right? Sip and Stroke Social Brunch. And that's going to be on April 23rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Admission is $30. VIP is $65. Tickets uh -huh. include a pre-drawn canvas, paint kit, brunch and buffet, bottomless sleigh mosas with the bingo card. And additional cards are available for $5 each. And there you have the ability to win top prizes. And that's here in Augusta at the Shelly Jones Legacy Center. 2872 Tobacco Road. Tobacco, another event on Tobacco Road. Another event on Tobacco Road, man. They're going to be out there, they be out there uh, cooking the, the squirrels they caught that morning. Yes, indeed. Y'all better make sure y'all get out there. Get out there. <laughs> All right. So, me, I, I have a couple of things this week. I have um, Joy Cook. She is the CEO of, uh, she's a life business our strategist coach since we're in the um financial space right now so i thought it'd be good to introduce her 
Like she is good at what she does right now. She has high inclines and she's always looking to bring people in to help okay. you build and develop your brand. You feel what I'm saying? Um, her Instagram is at Inspiring Joy Inc. At Inspiring Joy Inc. So y'all make sure y'all hit her up. Next one, Black Bookstore uh, in the National Harbor uh, in the DC area and in Southeast. Uh, Mahogany Books. Mahogany Books. Mahogany Books. They are Black-owned bookstore. They sell Black-owned books. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful places. Now, with that being said, Right now, I think I'm second or third in the shoot right now to have my books placed in their stores. So oh, I'm, about to have I'm about to have placements in both of their bookstores. So that's why they're getting, you know what I'm saying, one of the black businesses of the week, my whole right. bookstores. Thank I you know that's right. They keep going, baby. Keep going. All right. And that's, All right. And, and that's my black business for the week. All right, black businesses. Well, let's go ahead and transition over to the read of the week. I got the read of the week this week, right? Yep, so do. Like we already brought up earlier with Rob, the book is actually called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kioski. And yep. it's a must read, especially if you're um, beginner and learning about financial literacy, financial freedom. And it's basically a fundamental text on financial education. And he yep. hits a lot in there about, like I said, I haven't gone all the way into it, but he um, hitting a lot of concepts as far as assets, liabilities, and income and expenses. So please yep. check that out. Please check yep. out Rob. And you got something? No, no, yeah. I was no Rich Dad Poor Dad is a great book. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. So yeah, I like I, I agree. Like if, if that's not in your library you, and you try to get better finances, that's one of the books. That, that I have. Yeah. So yeah. I that's right. Yep, yep, yep. Look I'm glad that. you like my book. <laughs> yeah, it's, the read, it's one of the reasons we, you know, and you know I read a lot. I read a lot of books. Uh, that's why my box is leaving to go to my new place is so heavy. A lot of them are books. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like that read of the week, though, because it, uh, it follows in tail with everything that we had. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that, that was per perfect. That perfect. Like, I go, hey, we're like, Look, we gotta stay on the same boat, man. We gotta be on the boat. All right, now since you came in and Rob came in with all that positivity, you know I got to come with the negativity. Oh Lord, so what I'm negativity you got? The dumbass of the week. He trying to be famous. He trying to get money the wrong way. Oh so, Lord, what the fuck is he talking about? So this week's dumbass of the week. This week's dumbass of the week is a YouTuber, 21 year old Tanner Cook. Oh no, Tanner. Tanner. That's the shit that I don't even know people name their kids that, that name anymore. That's white boy, right? So, this this fool is, has a YouTube channel called Certified Goals, where they going around pranking people, talking about they want to fight them and, and they be bumping at them, acting like they're going to jump on them or. You know what I'm saying? Just don't let them prank shit. Now, I say all what? the time, one of these days, motherfuckers Somebody gonna get their ass whooped. They're gonna get their ass whooped. They're gonna get killed, right? Yeah. Motherfuckers ain't playing out here no more. No. Right? So, this fool is getting his prestigious award because his ass went and pranked the wrong one. He was in the mall down here in Virginia. Stupid motherfucker, right? So, mm -hmm. he went, he went messing with some dude, just chilling. In, in the mall, goes up to him, bucking at him. Boom, boom, what's going on? So guess what dude did? Dude bucked at him, and old buddy bucked back. Bottom, bottom, shot him in the stomach twice. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He went over there playing, playing stupid-ass games. He got stupid results. Dude bucked right. his ass. Yep. And, um. The, the other guy was like, if you see the video, the other was like, it was just a prank. It was just a prank. Like, I don't give a fuck. Don't play with me. <laughs> but the, but the, so the dude, he's out the hospital now, but he left with some bully wounds to remember that he needs to stop fucking with people. I bet that's they, right. If you, if you go, that YouTube, I think that's the most watched video on his YouTube right now. Look, people are too on edge right now. You can't do that. Yeah. This is so not a good he, time of doing that. He went, he went, um, he got some bully wounds to remind his ass to leave people alone. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So he, um, yeah, it's motherfucking stupid. Leave people alone. The moral of that story is leave, leave them alone. alone. 
Leave people alone. You won't play stupid games, you get stupid results. And That's that right. motherfucker, that motherfucker is my dumbass of the week. Like, I ain't gonna say the worst part about it is that the dude um that shot him got arrested for discharging a firearm in a in a public place. But was he wrong? That's the question. Was he wrong? Well, that's always a matter of uh, handling things in a correct way, right? Yeah. Um, of course, he could have handled it in a, in a in a correct way, but a better way, put like that. Yeah. Um. So I could see some. I I, I definitely think that he was wrong. For shooting. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't I know think he was wrong for shooting. Him. I, but see, another thing is, hold on. Another thing prank. is the climate that we live in. Okay, yeah. back in, like I said, people are on edge. But yeah. he was wrong for shooting. He and then on top of that, he ain't had to shoot him twice. He could have punched him in the face. I shot him, did punch him in the face. He could have just punched him in the face. He didn't have to shoot him, but he shot yeah, him I, twice, I, which means he squeezed the trigger twice. I mean, it's a, it's a reaction. Bum, bum. You know what I'm saying? Double tap. <laughs> hey, I, I, you play, you play. Well, what, games you know, that also goes off. to the fact. Well, okay, well, I'm walking around with this weapon, which means I already have it in my mind an intention on hurting somebody. That's true too. That's you know true saying? too. He could have been on. He could have been on the way to kill his boss. He could have been on the way to do anything. It, it, you know on what I mean? Do anything. He, yeah. he had it with. If he had it with him. He had it on his mind. That's right. Oh shit! I ain't think about that. So yeah, he's my dumbass that we stupid. <laughs> yeah, that was he learned. He, he learned. learned. Definitely yeah. learned his lesson. Yeah, stupid ass. So man, to avoid stupidity like this, what travel tip you got for us this week? Well, you know, I'm on the travel tip. Travel tip. I'm thinking about the kids, right? Summer's yep. um coming up, and you know, uh. We need something to do with these kids. Can't have these kids staying home all summer. So y'all know yep. I go to Groupon for a lot of things. And Coco Key Hotel and Water Park in Orlando, Florida. They got a deluxe two double or two double queen poolside room, which actually includes up to four water park tickets. And that's at 113. What? And, yes. And then just a deluxe king room. Which I'm pretty sure that sleeps up to about four. That also that package also includes four water park tickets, and that's ninety. Oh man, so, that shit! I might yeah. check that out. I might check that out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got yeah. no little kids. I ain't got no little kids, but I probably can find a woman with some. Yeah, and then, you know they got a <laughs> they got a, a hot tub and everything like that. And then on top of that, where it's located. You're still mm -hmm. uh, close to Universal Orlando, SeaWorld, and um, Gatorland. So you can still be at the Coco um, Key Hotel and Water Park and still uh -huh. enjoy all the other amenities of the other um, theme parks that are around. So there okay. you go. Oh, okay. If you don't well, want to go yeah, to the yeah. theme park one day, you can go to that water park right there where you live at. Okay, man, that, that's a good ass travel tip, especially with some school. Literally, schools will be letting out here in some places here in the next three weeks. Yeah. So that that is a, a great ass uh, travel tip. I appreciate that one. Thank you. Know, you. I'm, I'm sure the parents out here going to appreciate it too. Yeah. You know I'm talking about. They appreciate so, it too. So with that being said, I think we are about to close out another great week, fantastic week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of Journey of a Jackass. I think this week was, we've had some awesome guests, but as far as like learning and giving back, I think this one was the most epic episode we've done so far. Yeah, it, like, it I, was. It was definitely um, very impressionable. Yes, 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 yes. All right, and you still ain't got your movie to done yet. No, and we're just going... Oh, we just going up, 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 up. Look, don't have me do my little dance now. We just going up, you know? No, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry, but we gonna talk about we gonna talk about that right now, Naya. Come on now, don't get on me. <laughs> don't Listen. get on me. <laughs> so we y'all already know where y'all can find me at the Arthur Diet Shakur, Arthur D Shakur on Facebook, Arthur 
I mean, Arthur Dyson on Facebook, Arthur D on Facebook, Clubhouse, and the Writing Bam on Twitter. Journey of a Jackass TV on YouTube. All right, so April, this was a good ass episode. It was. Yes. So, guess it's what? Time to go. It's time to go, and we are out. Outie. Later. Yeah, let me talk my shit. Uh, never hear Bill talk cheap. Sipping on mud, I'ma talk in my sleep. Whole brick of salt, what it cost my piece. 1500, what I got on my feet. This off white, what I got in my back. Selling off white, what I got in my pack. Don't play ball, what I play with them racks. City guild niggas don't know about sex. Just drop 30 in the 5.0. Roger gonna blow when I ride through slow. 25 nines and the D's all go. BBS diamonds, yeah, I got that glow. Whoa, 